Hello and welcome to In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Semi-final weekend, stakes so high for the five teams remaining, Port Adelaide versus GWS on Saturday night. Of course, my name's Jay Clark, joined by two of the finest gentlemen in football and two of the best sharp, shorters, sharp shooters, Steve Johnson and Nathan Brown. How are you, fellas? Good, good, very good. It's an exciting time of year, isn't it? We're 25 degrees in Melbourne. That's going to be all week. The grass is greener. The clipping's on the grass. You can start to smell them <laughs> up there, Steve, it. especially when you don't do your own mowing up there. <laughs> Where, I've got you the live. right on mower. It's nice and dry now, so right. put the hand mower away onto the zero turn. So when right you on. had that goal kicking thing that you were being filmed at by your son and, and your wife was doing the lawn mowing behind you, how do you explain that? Um, I was just showing the, the AFL players how they need to snap the footy because too many of them were missing and she decided to mow the lawns at the same time. It was an interesting approach. Stevie J, hey, you played in one of the most memorable semi-finals of all time. Who could forget the Nick Davis game, Nick Davis game Geelong versus Sydney? Let's take a look. Here is the match winner Do from Davis. We have Davis. to have a look at this again. On the left. Where, where are you, where are you, are you Josh Hunt? Uh, I was in the pocket watching it mm. um, unfold. I seen it and I couldn't believe it either. It was an extraordinary finish, of course. Broken-hearted Cats players there. But there is a very funny and little-known backstory to this game. Can you explain what happened with James Kelly's boots, Stevie? Well, James Kelly used to warm up in the runners. So we've gone out for the pre-match warm-up. Um, he's warmed up, come back in just before the start of the game to put his boots on. And he couldn't find his boots anywhere. And he's, he wore size 13 boots, so it wasn't like he was going to be able to replace them easily. Anyway, it turns out someone said, Nathan Ablett was over um, near your bag, you know, in the last 15 minutes. Making Nathan Ablett boots. had put James Kelly's boots on and gone up into the stand and, and sat on his seat and was eating a hot dog. <laughs> With Kelly's and, boots uh, on. someone had to run up into the stands and say, Nath, <laughs> Kel needs his boots for the <laughs> final. Probably the most important game What's of his he career so far. What's he wearing boots into the stands for? Who would know? Where was his shoes? It's a Nathan Ablett-ism. Where were Nathan Ablett's shoes? I don't know. He didn't have shoes for some reason. Peculiar He pulled stuff. out of the game late. He was supposed to play. Right. And he did, decided he didn't want to the So he went the to game. the ground with no shoes himself? I'm not sure what happened, but he was in the stand with James Kelly's size 13 boots. Interesting preparation, Stevie. Hey, it is time for Are You Sure? <laughs> Hey, Stevie J, are you sure Collingwood should be premiership favourite over Brisbane? I'm not 100% sure on that, Jay, because I think Brisbane will get the easier run into the grand final. So uh, Collingwood's going to face the winner of Port Adelaide and GWS. And I think they're the more dangerous matchup. Really? Brisbane up yeah. at home in the Brisbane other preliminary final. Hey, uh, Nathan Brown, are you sure Craig McRae will keep the faith with Tom Mitchell? Nick Dacos to come in. Tommy Mitchell only played four minutes in the last quarter last week. I think you'll keep the faith because you, you know what you're going to get out of Tom Mitchell. So mm -hmm. Nick Dacos is the one to come in. Who's out? Um, I think it's out of Lipinski and probably Tom Mitchell. I think Ginevan remains as the sub. I think Markov plays. They brought him in last week. I think Noble misses again. So I'm going with Tom Mitchell. Lipinski out would be massive. Hey, Stevie J, are you sure Port can't win the flag because of those defensive vulnerabilities? They were exposed down back last week. Yeah, that's where they can be exposed for sure defensively. So they, they need to rely on their midfield, their young guns through that midfield, and a pretty dangerous forward line to get the job done. If they concede 50 plus entries, I think uh, they'll, be, they'll be beaten. That's why they want Radagalia and Zerk Thatcher from Essendon. Hey, Nathan Brown, are you sure Luke Beveridge 
or Justin Longmuir will start next season as the most under-pressure coach in the game. Now, Luke Beveridge by a mile. Goes in unbelievably under pressure next year, Luke Beveridge. So they'll change everybody around him, and he's the main man there now. So he's got a list. Stevie doesn't agree with it. He thinks it's not a premiership list, but I think they've got the talent to go all the way, the Western Bulldogs, and it's up to him how he handles that. Big summer for Luke Beveridge. Hey, uh, Stevie J, are you sure Gold Coast will play finals next year under Damien Hardwick? Never made the eight before. I'll talk about a quality list. I think he, he is taking on a, a list that's capable of playing finals and he's got a proven coaching record. I think um, they will play finals next year. Sean Grigg going to join their sons too from the Cats coaching staff. Nathan Brown, are you sure GWS Livewire, Toby Bedford, is the number one pressure forward in the game? Excellent last week. I think he just about is. And, and you saw how much... Trouble they went to to get him in. You think uh, Bedford's just a bit part player, and you know they went to the ends of the earth to get him in that side. And, and you saw from the result of what he did throughout that game and throughout the year when you go back and see the highlights, he's a, he's a jet. Stevie J, Josh Kelly for GWS. Are you sure he's in the best form of his career? Another one outstanding yeah. against the Saints. Yeah, no, I think he is, Jay, for sure. He's uh, getting uh, maximum possessions, you know, close to thirty nearly every week. But he's also he's hitting the scoreboard, so he's having uh, maximum in impact there. You missed one. Very good. Uh, oh, six. Nathan Brown, excuse me, Saint Jade Gresham is an A grader. Are you sure he's a top line player? He's not an A grader. No, he's B. Um, and he's just a B. Very good player. Uh, he can use the ball really well, but at the moment, I haven't seen anything that tells me he's an A grader. He's got a lot of work to do. Right, Brownie, time to have a look at this game. Melbourne versus Collingwood. Huge for both sides. A cutthroat semi-final. And Melbourne in particular, a bit rusty last weekend. Where was the forward connection? Carlton on a bit of a roll. Stevie J, you've got a key matchup from this game to have a yeah, look at. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be a very close contest, but I think the matchup of uh, Christian Protraka and Adam Chera could be the game changer. I think they're both both uh, dynamite players through the midfield. They collect big numbers, but they're uh, able to hit the scoreboard as well. So I think whichever one of those two players can fire, it could be the difference in the result of the game, Nathan. You saw what Melbourne did last week, 30-odd inside 50s, and they couldn't get the job done. Is it time now to put Petrarca back there? So they, they had him there for two, three weeks, got the job done, then it yeah. sort of didn't work uh, week after week, so they put him back in the midfield. Hardly played any forward time last week. Where does he play this week? Yeah, if you I want to kick a winning they, score, when they, where? when they were able to turn around their form, he probably spent 70% of his time as a forward. Um, but then it took away a little bit from their contest work. So you'd think that it's probably a 50-50 thing. He needs to be able to hit the scoreboard because they're lacking a bit of, you know... Um, it's a big question for this week, Simon Goodwin. So you, you lose Brayshaw, so you lose a little bit of contest. Yeah. But you're not kicking goals either. Uh, the tools didn't work last week. There was no one at ground level. There's no one with any presence that could do anything last week. So it's a big one. Do I... Trust my midfield to try and get it done and have Petrarca there potentially win the game here, or do I need him there? Yeah, I, that's what I think. He needs to. He, they, they need to win the contest to begin with, but play like a front half kind of midfield game. Maybe bring up a half forward to the contest and let Petrarca try and push like forward and hit Martin the scoreboard. I think he role. actually kicks goals from the midfield when he's at his absolute best as well. Uh, they need Kazai Pickett to fire, as you mentioned earlier. Um, you know, a lot relies on his pressure in that forward line, but he needs to hit the scoreboard and potentially kick three or four for them to win. So they bombed the ball long, the Demons, but also missed a lot of their shots inside forward 50. Richmond in 2020 lost the first final, still won the premiership, so it is possible Simon Good will be very uh, keeping it very positive for his troops. What about the other forward 50? Brownie, so Carlton missing Harry Mackay out for concussion. It was an unusual incident. Hard to actually see where their head contact came, but also um, another change, Jack Martin out 
for the one-match suspension they hit on Nick Blakey. So two changes to their forward 50. What happens there? He's been so important to them as well, Jack Martin, hasn't he? So he goes out. That is a big loss. I think that's a bigger loss than Harry Mackay. Yep. Harry Mackay set up the first two goals, two good handballs last week and got them going, but didn't do much after that. Missed the goal from the top of the goal square. Had his issues in front of goal, but... Um, the two Melbourne defenders, obviously, May and Lever, are so good at getting back and not allowing entries inside, or not allowing deep entries inside forward 50. So, Kurnow's going to have his work cut out for him. I mean, I look at this game and go, if Charlie Kurnow doesn't kick four or five, how can they win? Mm. Who is your tip for this Yeah, I tend to agree with that uh, as well, Nath. I think um, Kurnow is going to be the difference um, at one end of the ground for them. My tip is Melbourne only just. I, I like what Carlton's doing, and you know, again, these finals games are very hard to tip at the moment, aren't mm-hmm. they? They're 50-50s, so, mm-hmm. but I think Melbourne just. Melbourne are going to put enormous pressure on Carlton this week. I think the pressure that comes on Carlton is nothing that they've handled this year, or have had to handle this year. Um, I think they can handle it okay, but I just think Melbourne. Be a big story if the D's go out in straight sets two years in a row with all the talent on that list. Right now it's time for Bacon or the Egg. Right, I'm going to go first. This bloke might be the most underrated player in the game. His name is Kieran Briggs. Would you know him if you bumped into him at the supermarket? I'm not sure. He is a big man. He has been outstanding for the Giants this week. He's a big fella. GWS have needed a ruckman since Shane Mumford. He's only played 25 games. He's a big rise, hasn't he? 23 years yeah. of age. He could have a phenomenal career for the next 10 years. Do you rate him, Stevie? Very good player. He's actually come on leaps and bounds this year. Um, uh, and he needed to, so he's uh, he's uh, been one of the biggest improvers in the AFL this season. My egg is Todd Marshall, and this might be a little bit harsh, but Port Adelaide had the momentum in that first and second quarter. He had some yeah. key opportunities. He's a good kick, Toddy Marshall. Great kick. What happened in the moment? Because he missed a couple from close in. Just the pressure. Slippery. I don't know. A little bit of finals pressure. It yeah, did happen did across but the couple like, of games. They were big blowouts, so it wasn't if he just missed and he tightened up. Yeah. They were... They were way off. Normally a very good kick. So he will try and be uh, more accurate in uh, the semi-final. All right. So my bacon, as you know, I love my tennis. Arena Sabalenka. She lost the US Open final, and this was her response in the rooms afterwards. So this is her. Now, she thinks there's no cameras in here. The world can't see her. And you can see how much tennis means to her and losing. Have a look at that. Goes once, goes twice, goes three times. This is after. She has just won 1.5 million US dollars, which is about 2.35 Aussie. That goes in the bin, so you can't tell me that some people don't care. So, Mm. bacon for her. And my egg this week, and if this man uh, can become the bacon again, which I think he has been, is Kaiser Pickett. So, uh, he needs to be able to get on the end of it. He's only kicked two goals in his last three games. Kicked one goal three the other night. If he had been able to hit the scoreboard, and they were gettable shots. This guy is elite talent, and I think he can be the difference if he can go the full yards. I, I think I, I love the way he plays, but at the moment, he's not getting the job done. He's a multiple egg nominee, Kasaya Pickett, in is this he? segment. Yep, you go, Stevie. Uh, my bacon for this week is Eddie Maguire. Now, you talk about Ooh. invested. Let's just play this little bit of vision here of Eddie last night. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> justice has been done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play for the power. <laughs> So that's Eddie Maguire in a local restaurant. I don't think they were all Collingwood supporters in there, but he got the uh, the news that Maynard had got off and a bit of carry on there. So that's uh, Eddie, very invested. Now, my egg for this week is uh, Hamish Brayshaw. Okay. It's actually dogs in pubs. <laughs> I'll get to Hamish a little bit later. This is, so, 
interesting segue. <laughs> anyway, well, I'll get to Hamish a little bit later. You've got your Dog segments mixed pub. up, haven't you? What I wanted to say is there's a petition that's gone out to keep the uh, I'm with dogs this. in pubs. Now, I'm, I'm, oh, I, I like, love more. dogs and everything, but when you go to the pub, I don't want someone else's dog coming over and sniffing at my heels, so yep. I'm completely against that <laughs> does, happening. Does Hamish Brayshaw take his dog to a pub, does he? <laughs> he <might> do. <laughs> oh, I've got a feeling uh, cool. Hamish Brayshaw will be coming up very soon. I enjoy that, Stevie. All right, coming up next, we're going to have a good look at the Port Adelaide versus GWS game and an update from Stevie J's Yarrawonga Pigeons. They're on fire. So nice shirt, Jay. On In the Back Pocket. Best thing about Stevie is probably just himself, I reckon. He's just a funny, funny bloke. He's just like he is on TV, just full of funny stories. Uh, since he's joined the club, he's been fully committed. You'd think maybe a bit of a big wig walking in, but he was one of the boys straight away, which was good. Stevie's a good character around the club, you know, he makes everyone laugh, he has a bit of a joke. He's not all there sometimes, so yeah, everyone laughs about it. Yeah, best thing about Stevie, he loves to show that he's still got it. Even if he's got a crook knee, he's always at training, trying to be the best there. Look away, kick, snaps. Best thing he'd say is himself, and the worst thing we'd probably say is himself, so uh, Stevie, Stevie brings the good and the bad. Go Case! The worst part is, probably expects you to be as good as him, I think. Uh, the least thing I probably like is in 09 when he beat Saints in the grand final. That hurt. Apparently he's the world's best snapper and he's got all these tactics but hasn't actually given anyone any tips on how to do a snap. He's happy to do it on Instagram but not actually Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, worst thing about Stevie is he, he, doesn't, he doesn't go on his promises. So he promises two tickets in the Triple M commentary box on last weekend and then he puts us in the medallion club. Yeah, uh, worst thing is he can delete some beers pretty quick, so you don't want to be in a shout with him. Not much to be too worried about, so catch us later. You haven't come good on the Triple M tickets yet for, no. for Clarkie? Then he left down to Melbourne that Bring day. Bring him down. Tell you what, Ken Willow Wilson interests me. What sort of a character he is. Willow Wilson? No, he looks boys like a real he's smart the aleck, yeah? They think he's a coach's pet and he's going pretty well. We got him across with Corowa. And he's uh, had an outstanding year. No, I, like no, very, I like the way he goes about it. Very uh, calm-minded sort of bloke. He's not carried away with himself at all. So you're through to the grand final, the R&M grand final. This is a big We've deal. We've qualified, Jay. Big. But we're, not, so we're certainly not celebrating just yet. This so, is what uh, happened at the weekend. Lucky Albury. Yeah, yeah, we got over the top of Albury. It was uh, pretty windy down there, as you can see by the scoring. But um, goals 14. What happened there in front of the sticks? Uh, yeah, just a bit inaccurate. As okay. I said, it was pretty windy. So okay. the winner out of Albury and Wangaratta will go through to the grand final to play us at Levington. So you lost the grand final by three points last year. Yeah, That's just. when the opposition were paying their team in paper bags, yeah? Uh, yeah, that was uh, when Grada got uh, stripped of the, of the flag. Mm, very good. Hey, uh, speaking of massive games, Port Adelaide versus GWS. It is the semi-final. The winner will play Collingwood in the preliminary final at the MCG on Friday night. 95,000, you would think, at this one. Stevie J, Port Adelaide with disappointing against the Lions. Backline exposed. GWS, all the momentum in this one. Can they pinch an upset against the power? Well, they certainly can, but I just want to actually um, zone in on a key matchup 
that I think is going to happen in this one here. So I think uh, what needs to happen for Port Adelaide to beat GWS, a key matchup here is Ollie Wines um, should go to Tom Green's body. Tom Green has been in unbelievable form. Yep. He's been collecting you know 30 plus possessions over the last six weeks, and Ollie has been a little bit down on his usual form. So I think if he's able to go to his uh, big body, take away his contested possessions um, through that midfield and then allow Butters and Rosie to go to work and do the damage um, against the Giants, that'll go a long way for Port Adelaide. So a pseudo the tag prelim. type thing. Yeah, pseudo type tag, take away what Tom Green is very good at around the stoppages. And Ollie Wines has got that big body to be able to do that. The Orange Tsunami Brownie was in full force last week. They run off halfback. We saw Whitfield at his absolute finest. Kelly delivering inside forward 50. Do you think that can overwhelm the power? I think it can. I think they're playing the best football just about out of anybody going into the finals, and they showed that last week. They probably should have beaten St Kilda by more. Toby Green only kicked the one goal. He was instrumental in setting so many up in that first quarter. I don't think Port Adelaide have got a great matchup for him leading into this game. I think they'll tag Josh Kelly. I think Willem Drew will probably, he's the one to tag. Mm. Windhager went to him after half time, did a pretty good job, but the damage was done. I just think they're so good. They're an anywhere, anytime team. As we've seen, they've won so many places this year. Port Adelaide aren't going that well. Their forward line is struggling at the moment. That's where they've been winning games for the best part of when they won those 13 in a row. And their forward line just looks a bit dysfunctional, so I'm going to go with the Giants. How does Port Adelaide protect its back line, Stevie? So Jonas out for the year, Mackenzie Query uh, with that ankle, uh, Williams yeah. we know has got a bit of a hamstring. How, what chance have well, they got of supporting that defence back there? The best way to support your defence is to win the ball in the contest, and they've got a very strong midfield, so mm -hmm. he's touched on Wines and Rosie and Butters uh, through there. They need to win the contest and get the ball going their way. Um, I think, yeah, if, if they concede too many entries, uh, we've seen Joe Danaher, they kick, he kicked five goals against them last uh, week, and, mm. and I think Jesse Hogan could have a day out if he gets the Alir matchup and they're conceding those entries. He's a lead up forward and Alir likes to try and intercept, so Burton, another key matchup there. Ryan Burton will go to Toby Grant, he's done that in the past. Uh, I think he kept him pretty quiet in the first half last time. Toby then moved into the midfield and collected some big numbers and kicked goals, but uh, I expect Toby to fight up for this one. Um, the GWS midfield, Brownie, I feel like we've talked about it a lot. They've yeah. signed the big contracts, million dollar deals, eight year contracts. I feel as if these guys, we mentioned Kelly, Kelly Whitfield, Keneally had to come back in. They're finally delivering up to that potential. Do you think, like, did they play pretty football in the, in the past? I get the feeling they're playing a better brand no, on the Kingsley. They are playing a brand on Adam Kingsley, which is a lot different to what they were. So yeah. you're playing Tom Green, particularly where he is best. So he is best at getting the ball in the pack, yep. delivering it out. So yep. you don't see Tom Green on the end of too many. You'll see him give it out, but then you'll see him go and then get it the second time. So he's not on the end of anything. Josh Kelly can win his own football as well. The big the big winner for me has been Lockie Whitfield. So he was nowhere last year, and probably for the first six or seven games this year. And I think his form, along with the, four, the form of the side, have picked up in the second half of the year. He's been the big winner. So he's been the missing ingredient on the outside of being able to win it, being able to run with it and then use it. So that's been huge for him. Cornelio's been playing some great footy as well. So they're four bona fide stars yeah. in the middle. And then you put some sprinkling on the edges of Bedford and all these sort of guys. And Daniels. It's, it's a very good midfield. In a word, who are you tipping? The Giants for me. Port Adelaide. Tough. I told you the Giants would win last week. You went with the Saints last yeah, week. You went, away, you, you went against your mate, Toby, last week. I know, it's hard to tip week. against the Giants the way they're playing, but I just think Port Adelaide at home, they've won their last four against the Giants. All back then. They should re win the ruck battle to the Giants. You love both clubs, Stevie. There's no doubt about that. Right, coming up next, we've got Pull Your Head In and Pump Up. That's coming up next on In the Back Pocket.
Yes, welcome back to In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Now, Nathan Brown, we've got a special friend. A very uh, special program. guest to come on. So this is the man that employed me to be at Sportsbet. He got mm. me here. Um, now, we've always talked about the best in the world at something. You're the best in the world at snapping and skimming your rocks. Mm-hmm. Wayne Carey is the best in the world at lighting fires mm-hmm. and getting them up quickly. You're the best in the world at... Reverse parallel parking. Reverse parallel parking. <laughs> Steve-O, tennis ball catching out of the water. But yeah. this man, Michael Wall, that I'm going to bring on right now. Mm. That, that's you, Mick. Um, yeah. So you... When I say Michael Wall, you come in. Uh, so, Mick, if you don't know, he's very, very popular with the Sportsbet family. Yes. He pissed off over to Tab for a while. Now he came back to Sportsbet. He followed Luke Waldron over. And AJ, it didn't work out. But he's back at the moment. And Wally thinks he... B- before we get into what he's the best at, let's yeah. have a look at some of Wally's best work. Right, I nobody try and be a hero. Former Aussie leg spinner Stewie McGill kidnapped the skip. That is some unexpected turn. Welcome back to the attack, mate. Thanks, much. Now... We just need three more for Saturday. Ah, so he's a skipper of the grubs and a very good actor. You are well done. <laughs> Stewie McGill, he looks big. He is big, Manny, he is big. I, I mean, I can't talk. But, uh, you know, so, you think you are the best with event season coming up, yep. grand final, you've got spring carnival, so many events to go to, and you get the wristband. Mm. You get the wristband all the time, and you are the world's best wristband putter on Put her on her, Nathan, I think is the official term. Look, so how do you do it? Okay, so very simply, guys, and I'll, I'll keep this quick because most people probably aren't going to be that interested. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to get one of these, races, grand final day, any of that, um, there's nothing worse than when it overlaps and you catch his hair all day. Yes. So this is really, really simple. Mm. First rule, you all wear watches, so go the opposite watch hand. Mm. I don't wear a watch, so I go watch hand. <laughs> Just make sure it's nice and clear. Mm. This this couldn't be simpler. This is quite amazing that Brandy got me to come on because <laughs> Where you said it's pretty easy. You take off the uh, little strip there, and yep. then all you got to do is just take your time. You just line her up here, Nathan. And you get it aligned here, it's and you tough give, with one that's hand. That's how I do it. Yeah, but I always I catch the hair. You do, it's you do, you do. So hand. what you got to do is just give yourself a little bit of a, a little bit of a gap there, and just take your time. Take your time. We're, we're time-sensitive here for a TV show. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Oh, Absolutely nothing either side. Doesn't matter if it's a bit rough on top there. To borrow something Perfectly. from Dennis. That is. Perfectly. Centimeter, Centimeter perfect. perfect. There you go. And it won't catch all day. Plenty of room there. And the biggest tip I've got, don't let anybody else at the door apply it. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah, Take you your time. Slip it off so then you can get your mate in to the marquee <laughs> as well. You can't, you can't do that. you just got to go looser. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Mick. Hey, Hawks for the Premiers next year. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Mitchie Lewis for Coleman. Yeah. Uh, That's very, Mickey Wall. Yes, thank you very much. Skipper of the Grubs. Mickey Wall got a big spring planned, I feel like. Right, it's time for Boy Heading. So Maynard's playing, but uh, pull your head in. Anybody going after Laura Kane, there's been a lot of social media backlash, the fact that she wanted to put him up and overruled Michael Christian. That's what she's there for. That's her job. She's done her job. It had to go to the tribunal, and I think job well done. Yes, they didn't get the outcome that she thought they might get, but she's there to do a job, and that's exactly what she's done. So pull your head in if you're having a go at her. Steve, it's a long time well, coming. Well, you believe it, boys? My pull your head in is for... Hamish Brayshaw. <laughs> so let's just have a listen to what he said during the week. I think the AFL are desperate for Collingwood to win a premiership. They want to do everything they can, I'm, in my opinion, for that to happen. The world wants to see that happen, or the Collingwood fans do anyway, and they've got a very loud voice. So a lot of that is driven by the Collingwood fans, and I think a few people at the AFL that want to see Collingwood win. 
So I think he was just a little bit emotional with Angus being knocked out, and we hope Angus is okay and he recovers. But what did you think of that, Nath? He was sticking up for his brother. I like anybody sticking up for the brother, but you think he should pull his head in. <laughs> yeah, but he did win a Sandover medal during That's the That's a week, good so effort. Well done. Well done, Hamish. Gone into bat for his brother. There's no doubt about that. Best wishes to Angus Brayshaw. Hopefully he recovers quickly from that latest concussion bout. My pull your head in. Uh, I think that Port Adelaide, and they might not be saying this publicly just yet, but I think they've got a big pull your head in for the AFL and their preliminary final schedule. So the AFL has scheduled Collingwood, on a Friday night. So Port and GWS play on Saturday night, mm. interstate. Then they've got to play a Friday night preliminary final. So they've got a six-day turnaround. Collingwood, Melbourne, however, uh, have an eight-day turnaround. They play this Friday night into a Saturday night preliminary final. So GWS and Port Adelaide, not saying too much publicly, but behind the scenes, oh, wow. bubbling away in anger. Well, I don't think it would make too much of a difference a river, for Port Adelaide, but that's not great for GWS if they fly back to Sydney, get back there, probably the next day because they can't get out of Adelaide and then it's, you know, only five. Okay, Crimey River Jay, let's get into Pump Up. When you go to a fashion show, have you ever seen anybody at a fashion show and no, they walk out with ridiculous sort of stuff? You go, how could you ever wear that? Then, I love what this guy did. He's not part of the show. He just started to walk down with a garbage bag over his head and a shower cap on and everyone's clapping, thinking it was great until he turned around and he realised security was coming. So well done to that young man, Token. Got a feeling he wasn't meant to be he in wasn't the fashion to be there. Uh, show. The My pump-ups for Jeremy Cameron. So he came down to Wangaratta and stayed a couple of nights uh, with me during the week. Mm -hmm. And he went down to the local basketball stadium to watch my son Archie play footy. And I reckon he signed about a thousand autographs and took a heap of photos and even rode the kids to school uh, the well next done. day with a convoy of, of about 25. How's his shoulder? Uh, he had an operation on his AC joint. Um, Training. A little bit sore. Okay. So he had some rehab in the shed. Oh, yeah, in the gym right. set up there. Picking up the can. <laughs> <laughs> my, pump, my pump up is for another key forward, and he is flying under the radar. Had a very good season. It's Jesse Hogan. Kicked 44 goals, boys, off 21 games. Kicked majors in 18 of his 21 games this season. Everyone's talking about Toby Bedford, Brent Daniels, Toby Green, your man, Stevie. Jesse Hogan has had an underrated season, and I think been going fantastic. Wouldn't Melbourne love to have him as they search for a key forward? Your $100 play, Brandy. All right, so the kitty from last week is building, and I'm very happy with that we're in front. Have a look at that, 1,280. That's almost 1,100 ahead of Stevie. So my $100 play this week's simple. The Giants into Tom Green to get 30 disposals. And Stevie, yours will be coming up now. Yeah, Who have you gone? Just a second. Mine's a little bit longer because I want to finish on a, a really big note. So you have a look at it there. I'm not going to go through every yeah. one of them, but it's $100. He swung for the fence. Mine very simply, I believe Port Adelaide will get up. Ollie Lord to kick a goal. And Jason Horn Francis for 15-plus disposals. Massive game tomorrow night, Can Ollie Lord back that up? That's the only question. Port Adelaide versus GWS. I think uh, we're tipping Port Adelaide. Yeah, again, that's the third time you've asked me. GWS. Uh, again, three times in very Oh, I'm going to go for the Giants. I've gone for Port Adelaide. Thanks so what much. What do you think of Vic Wall? What do you think of Wall? Oh, he's outstanding. Oh, yeah, I yeah. need to work on I can't on wait to get in the sports bet marquee. Application. Thanks so much for watching us on In the Back Pocket. Proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Have a great time at the footy. We'll see you next week. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.